Hello, and you're listening to Let's Drone Out. And special thank you to our lovely patrons that help donate so that we can pay the editor to remove the swear words and silly things we say. Massive thank you to... Carlos Campos. Art Faulkner. Sam Dharma. On with the show. Let's Drone Out. Hello and welcome back. You're tuned in. It's Thursday and you're listening to Let's Drone Out. Tonight we are joined by our Lord and Master, the fantastical Frank. Hello. Um, the man with the moustache, Stephen. Good evening. Our guest for tonight, Frank provided me a pronunciation on <laughs> this. There's, there's, there's notes. Frank sends me notes. I never read them. But it, it says, Sir Burr USA. <laughs> Even though the A, I don't know whether you can see, is, is a little annotation of like, yeah. he like notes himself, to notes himself, to be like, to apologize. So, uh, Sir uh, Sir. Brr, cold USA. <laughs> How are you? Very well, thank you guys. I'm pretty How sure from the last show it was Cerebrus, Jack. Cerebrus, <laughs> yeah. yes. Cere- or, or, or known yeah. affectionately to me as Cerebrus. Yeah. The <laughs> if you want to locate all of the mutants, just get it's, Professor it's, X to plug into me. And we'll, yeah, yeah, I yeah. think it was uh, a legendary dog that was very clever. Something like that. Yeah. <laughs> And I am bright until I fly, and I apologise. <laughs> Just genuine. One of my long, one of my long I'm fine. I'm covered. I'll, nothing will bother me. Yeah, Seb's got a box of wine just to hand, ready for the evening, <laughs> and a bucket in front of the chair. <laughs> no, <for> me. <laughs> All right, off to a good start, guys. I think it's going to be fine. <laughs> the poop bucket. So, Cerberus, how has your trailer building been going? I think last we saw it had uh, started to near completion. It well, it, it took a it took a left turn. <laughs> oh, not the trailer. One of the, the wheels project. came off. <laughs> well, it, it one became... was slightly under in underinflated than the other. Yeah. Yeah, I had to chuck all my tools and stuff in it because I needed somewhere to put... So as soon as it was a dry, sealed space, hmm. it was usable storage space. <laughs> <laughs> it's oh, like yeah. the equivalent of any flat surface is instantly covered in stuff. So as soon as it was dried in, I believe is is the phrase, um, it became a workshop and it's got like a toolboxes and my workbench in there. And um, I've started doing stuff for the camper van build from the race trailer using it as a workshop so at some point that has to then pivot back to insulating the trailer and getting that ready but it's a rolling thing i could attach it to a car and drag it places 
which, which is, is really the definition of what a trailer is, right? <laughs> That's what you look for in a trailer. Yeah. So I'm, I'm calling that progress. Yeah, definitely. So it doesn't have a screen and things in yet, but it is usable in a kind of ad hoc race facility. Yes, yeah. It's for, for the first time in three years, it can now be officially called a trailer. Ooh. Albeit so it's not quite a race trailer. Yes, exactly. Has it got an MOT? Um, I think there is a sort of trailer certificate thing that I can go and get, but I haven't done it yet. It's got wheels. That's halfway there. Yeah, it's got brakes. That's important. And it's more weatherproof than like uh, an Argos gazebo. Yes, <laughs> <laughs> it is. It, it, it's lovely and it's dry and it's warm. And I've even I've borrowed the diesel heater from the camper van while the camper van is getting its floor done. Um, so I actually have the diesel heater on in the trailer and it was like, um, I was out there the other night, it was like 20 degrees in the trailer and I was like quite happy and, <laughs> and, and pottering around doing stuff. It was great. There was lots of, there's lots of pottering going on, which is always good. Just, uh, remember to keep a window open. It, uh, yeah, I have to have the door open cause I don't want to cut a hole in the side for the exhaust. <laughs> oh, <God>. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. Well, so, were you also doing race broadcasting? Was was that your jam as well? I'm trying to remember what we were talking about last time. Doing like uh, a, a 4G. Was it? Was it the? Did you have the satellite race broadcasting? Yeah. So, a, along with um, somehow being talked into being the chairman of the BDRA this year, um, I'm still doing the um, FPV racing solutions. Is still my you know my thing that I started. Um, so I could concentrate on doing um, race directing and stuff like that. So, yeah, the, the guys all got bored by me last week talking about Bird, um, <laughs> uh, the Birmingham International Race Days, which FPV Racing Solutions race directed and um, and streamed, which was amazing fun. So, yeah, I'll be doing – I'll probably be doing some race directing and streaming with the BDRA this year. Um, I'm hoping not to get too tied down into that stuff. I'm hoping to delegate. Um, I'm, I'm told that's that's what you're supposed to do. I'm very used to, I'm very used to just like FPV racing solutions doing my own thing and and cracking on, you know. Um, Can we say that FPV racing solutions are the UK's premier race directing and broadcasting system? I, I mean, I couldn't say that, but you certainly. Could. Yeah. Well, in, in terms of drone racing, we could say that FPV racing solutions are the UK's premier race directing and FPV race broadcasting. We can carry on adding qualifications until <laughs> yes. we're well, pretty sure you're the only one there. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> you said it, not me. Yeah. <laughs> but clearly your your reputation that you've built up from building the, the very successful Killer Quads community and then the FPV Racing Solutions uh, sort of more... Um, of uh, business and a uh, set of events things from that has obviously been recognized because you've been elected now as the chairman of the BDRA, the British Drone yeah. Racing Association. There was, a, um, there was an actual vote and everything. Yeah, it's like official right. and yeah. democratic and all of those things. A real democratic process. You weren't just the last person to step backwards when they asked. <laughs> yeah. yeah. <laughs> We even had um, um, people, someone stood against me. So Wycliffe um, threw his hat into the ring as well, which was brilliant. Um, yeah, and I, I had um, no intentions whatsoever of becoming the chairman of the BDRA. <laughs> <Hadn't>, 
hadn't crossed my my mind. Um, and the 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 uh, committee, as was, were doing a fantastic job. Um, Will uh, got to the end of, of his tenure. He was like, "Yep, done it for lots of years. Time for someone else." Uh, and Jamie as well um, has a young a young child now, so he's like, "Well, I, you know, I want to concentrate on this in my life." So those guys went off to their next things. Uh, and the guys on the committee that was were staying kind of called me up at the eleventh hour um, and said, um, we're, "We're not quite sure why you haven't applied for a committee post this year." I said, "Well, because <laughs> because I twelve months ago I was on the committee and I did twelve months and that was kind of me. That was you know I, I experienced it. It was great. Job done. I've gone. I've gone off and done my own thing. Um, you know, it's like you know I, I, I'd maybe like." You know, if there was an upgrade involved, like if I was coming back as chairman or something, then then maybe apply for a post. Uh, and they said, "Yeah, that's a good idea. Why don't you do that?" <laughs> really? Oh, so pointing yourself. Not not to, to don't want to kind of uh, point fingers at anyone who, who's been involved so far. But what what are you looking to work on this year? What are you looking to kind of bring to it? Uh, well. Kind of lots and nothing is a weird thing to say, I know, but you, too much change would be disruptive and bad. Right. But there are also, I think, things we can improve and things we can change. Um, so we can we can do more with what we've already got. I think is like my main focus this year. So the the first thing was tweak the rules uh, at the AGM after the championships uh, in Buckminster last year. There's a lot of really good discussion. The AGM was great loads of voices, loads of people with ideas. So we, we put those voices together into a little working group. So they had a forum uh, and I went off and, and canvassed a lot of other opinions. And obviously I've got a lot of experience from doing the five race series that I did with killer quads, um, stuff that I did. I ran races um, down south in Ware, the whoop races I've been running, uh, wing stuff, X-car stuff, whoop stuff. Yeah, so I've I've got plenty of voices in my ears, right? <laughs> so, so we've added all that together and tried to come up with a new rule set, and we're not quite there yet, actually, with that. Um, we thought we were, but there were some. There was some feedback to go. Well, hold on, what does that quite work, and does this quite work? And we're like, well, okay, let's let's spool back one step, make sure we get it absolutely right, and, and we'll put them out. So, hopefully. It's difficult to please everybody, and not everybody will be pleased. <laughs> but we'll we'll try and get this year's rule set to be a, a really good representation for everyone, for for the top guys, the middle guys, the the slower guys, so people can come and you know a, a British qualifying event will still have that kudos, but also you know the top guys will get what they need from it in terms of going to the FAA, FAI, sorry and career and stuff like that. But also the slower guys will learn the ropes, have an enjoyable day, try, try and make it so people aren't going home and going, well, that was rubbish. Why would I do that again? Um, so, <laughs> Communitizing the community. Yeah, I want, I want everybody to have a, a really good time. Yeah. <laughs> awesome. Well, for, for anyone who, who doesn't know, maybe we should go sort of through what the BDRA is at the moment and what, what it has been for the past uh, almost 10 years in one form or another. Um, it's been through many, many different um, 
it's been through a couple of names. It's been through lots of really excellent committees and, and people getting stuck in. And it, it's always volunteers. Um, you know, it's, it's not uh, for financial gain. It's for the love of the hobby um, and, and sending people away with smiles on their faces and, you know, all, all that good stuff. Um, the uh, current committee is uh, myself, um, dastardly as now let's get these guys in the right order dastardly <laughs> is, uh dastardly is finance this year he was no dastardly is secretary this year um uh john knight uh is member no not membership no he's finance now yeah he moved across <laughs> and uh harry haggis callum uh, is our membership secretary. And then we've got Eric, he's still with us. Um, everybody knows um, Quacking Plums. Uh, he's our BMFA and FAI liaison. Um, and we, we currently don't have the technical and safety seat filled. Um, so if anybody's in slow you down. Yeah, <laughs> if interested in technically being safe. Uh, <laughs> it's the best sort of safety. <laughs> yeah. So we, we've got... Um, there's a hat, at least one hat in the ring for that, um, which we we will look to bringing on board in in the next few months as we settle down. Like I say, not too much change too quickly because I think that's quite disruptive, mm-hmm. um, and also try not to be too top heavy. I think the the working group thing was a good idea, um, and that keys into like next things to do, like get all of the race organisers together because the B, the BDRA. Um, I think has has been a little bit stuck, a little bit insular almost. Um, the committee have been really brilliant uh, and they've organised the championships and they've overseen the UK drone racing scene and, and, and managed um, the, the league tables and the rules and the championship event and done a fantastic job. And I think the next step to that is a bit more outreach and a bit right. more bringing those race directors in and saying, what can we do for you? How can we, how can we get... How can we get more race directors? How can we train people to race direct? You know, make people, not only make people feel comfortable that they can come and fly drones in a race, because a lot of people are like, I can't do that. I'm not quick enough. You are. Come and have a go. But also people that want to sit there and and run a race, which is entertaining on its own. I enjoy it. Um, You know, how do we get those people on board and and get them up and running? And how do you just get people talking about FPV racing in general? Yeah, yeah. Because that's that's really where the the organisation came out from, right? It was it was born out of the very early days of drone racing and, and different event organisers, uh, each trying to teach their local community of drone potential drone racers how to attend the drone race, and 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 they all had slightly different formats. So then, if anyone went to a different event organiser. They they sort of got different habits and it wasn't really very smooth. So the, the this organisation, the what is now the BDRA, was all about trying to get everyone sort of standardised on some fairly standard terminology and formats and things like that. So yeah. that if you go to one event and you learn how to go to that event and race it there and have a good time, you can go to another event and you'll get the same sort of experience and you won't have to relearn everything. Yeah. Um, and I Absolutely. think it's done a really good job of that. Yeah, consistency across the rule set. A, a British qualifier is is a British qualifier is a British qualifier, but with the the local flavour of the group that are running it, um, mm. and the quality of British qualifiers is is really high. 
Um, and that's thanks to all the clubs that, that put the effort in. Uh, and also the, you know, the BDRA, those guys, um, you know, trying to organize it and liaise with everybody um, and provide those resources. Um, we work with IFPV uh, to make sure there's a place to, to post your events. The, the championship table is hosted on IFPV. So as a governing body, we don't host that, which I think is the best way to do it. It's not on our website. Um, you know, so we, we've got that, that separation there, which I think is a really good thing. Um, we, we dictate the rule set and the scoring system and the points, but it's then managed by, uh, Druid, um, who, who runs and owns IFPV. Um, so that's a fantastic partnership and that's been there for years and years and years. Um, and that evolves every year and, and Druid adds features for us, mm. but, but those features can also benefit, you know, everybody else, you know, the, the whoop guys, the wing guys, the X-class guys, how, how can we as BDRA help those guys to get to those resources. Um, mm. So that's something we want to do as well this year is um, I, I don't want to invent whoop racing. It's been done. <laughs> you know? So so let's find the guys that are doing whoop racing and, and put our arm around their shoulder, put our umbrella over the top of them and say, okay, how can we help? How can we take your rules and, and fold them into ours? And, you know, we have the mandate to crown a UK champion. So, Tell us how you want to do that. We'll make it happen for you. Um, so I've, I've had loads of great conversations with the Woot guys, the X-Class guys, um, the Wing guys, all in various stages of um, signing up to that and figuring out what it will look like. Um, but that, that, I think that's really important. It's all about, again, outreach. That seems you think we see fun. joint events where you're, you're doing quads and, and Whoops uh, on the same day? And Possibly. Um, I think for a British qualifier for like a five-inch drone race, it might be difficult because it's just all go all day to get the qualifying mm. rounds and the final rounds. But we do have the opportunity this year at Blades Over Buckminster, um, which is a big weekend-long event. And do you know what? I, I'm kind of of the opinion and, and the committee um, much the same that is there room in the calendar for another weekend at Buckminster of just five-inch flying. Um, shall we do something else with it? And I think that's what we're going to do is we'll have a, a bit of five-inch racing, but also let's get the hangar and do some whoop stuff in the evening. Let's get the wing guys there and throw up some wings. We could even just dedicate a couple of hours to wing chasing just for fun. If only you had a site that had like a, a metal walled barn on it or something where you could just put the whoop <laughs> guys inside and and have them racing around in there without the signal escaping. Yeah, well, I'm, I'm hoping I can stick them in the, in the metal hangar. Um, thing on the left as you come up the drive at Bucky. Nice. Um, so, yeah, just uh, instead of like a weekend of racing, let's have a weekend of FPV fun. Let's get everybody there. Yeah. Um, for freestyle, it's a bit of an empty field, so I'm not sure. But for, you know, chase an X-Class, chase a wing, chase a whoop. No, you might chop it up, but <laughs> might. <laughs> yeah. But um yeah, if if we can get everybody together, um, you know, manage it well enough, um, make sure that we've we've got time slots for people and, and people in the right places at the right times. I don't think it has to be just a, a hardcore race weekend. I think it can be a festival of, F of FPV. I think it could be huge fun. A bit ambitious, will we pull it off? Dunno. 
But no, we'll give yeah. it a crack this year. And it makes every community that little bit bigger and healthier at the end of yeah. the weekend, right? Yeah. Everyone's maybe taken up a new race discipline, so you walk away from it. There's more people that maybe a couple of whoop pilots try five inch, maybe some of the five inch pilots try whoop. Yeah. Maybe yeah, some people pick up a wing where they didn't before and so on. So I think for, for Bob, Blades over Buckminster this year, we'll, we'll throw it at the wall and see what sticks. I think it'll be fun. Awesome. Hope you get bigger and stronger. Uh, that would be good. Yeah, that would be good. <laughs> but, uh, well, I've got to kind of uh, hope that happens. I think there's going to be increasing regulation over the next few years. So like up in the ante now and going out and creating positive images and getting people involved and being enthusiastic about it will mean that these sports can survive the kind of imminent shakiness that we're going to get from regulation over the next few years. And I, I can see in the chat uh, a certain Welshman giving the thumbs up from the wings crowd. So I think that's, a, that's, <laughs> official, that's officially good. <laughs> it's always encouraging. Yeah. So, uh, so Buckminster is the, the BMFA national center. So yeah. there's obviously a lot of collaboration there and increasingly collaboration, I think between the BDRA and the BMFA. Um, so there's obviously the BDRA are, are doing the, the rule set for the British qualifying events, which then uh, gets people the points on the on the IFPV to uh, sort of leaderboard to then get invited to the, the championship event. Yep. And then uh, is, is that how... Because the BMFA worked with the BDRA last year to, to send pilots out to uh, the FAI international event, is yep. is that still kind of working together? Is that using the the championships yep. or the BQEs or, or what's what's the story there now? Yeah, hundred percent. So that was really fabulous. Um, and again, hats off to the to the outgoing committee for that. Um, for for getting all of that geared up, and it, they've been working towards it for a while. Uh, and we we took the the top three quickest guys um, from our UK championships. So positions one, two, three um, were our team, um, and then looked after uh, by the BMFA, who who also kicked in financially to help us. Um, we also relied quite a lot on our sponsors because sending three pilots and and their handlers, the one otherwise known as their dads, um, and our our team. Uh, manager, all you know, on a plane out to Korea and all that stuff was, you know, that was a, a lot to, to sort out. Um, so thank you, thank you to all of our sponsors uh, for that. And we'll be we'll be phoning you again this year because, <laughs> <laughs> well, yeah, we will certainly be continuing that from here on in. Um, and in in fact, we'll we'll be growing that team. Uh, what we what we saw at Korea was that we had uh, other other countries there with their their fastest female pilot and their fastest junior pilot um so instead of sending three we'll we'll see if we can send five um you know and, and we're we're it's another thing we're doing this year is trying to create more trophies more more things to win um so we, we want to we want to crown the fastest female this year we want to crown the fastest novice and the, the fastest junior we, we last year crowned the fastest veteran which worked really well. So, so let's grow that. Um, and it does mean that there's a, there's a big gala dinner that the BMFA hold. Um, <laughs> the, the more trophies you have, the more bums around the, the table you get. Um, and, and the bigger the, um, 
the bigger the the fun at the bar afterwards. So, you know, more trophies, more better. <laughs> <laughs> so, how do you think you're gonna sort of engage all those pilots and try and grow the sort of pilot side of it and, and get more pilots involved? Uh, I mean, you've been doing you've been doing more on Instagram. I know that. Um, and you've yeah, set yeah. up the, the Discord as well, the BDRA Discord. So there's yeah. sort of uh, some more avenue for communication. But uh, uh, do, you, do you have any other sort of plans kicking around for how you can get all, you know, some other pilots who maybe haven't raced competitively but fly a lot or any of yeah. them sort of how to get them more involved? Yeah, we do. And I've, I've got to give a, a big up to uh, Dan Stevens. Uh, pilot handle XOXO, who is from Where FPV. Um, he has stepped in as our social media secretary. Um, so at the minute we've we've set him on the Instagram, like just <laughs> focus on the Instagram and, and start ramping that up. And as you've noticed, ramping up really nicely. And it, it's difficult at the minute because it's the off season, right? It's like Ooh. there's not much content out there. So well, you say uh, that, but there's been the the SGDC like very glowy event, which was great fun to watch. Like particularly as they launch off the the start, yeah, and great. it's all quite dark, and you can see the LEDs of all the quads in front, and you can see all the gates all very brightly lit up. And with your your bird event as well, with all the again lots of LEDs makes yeah. for great images. It's, it's been LEDs of plenty so far this year, but yeah, like with with limited events going on it's cold and it's dark dan's doing a fab job <laughs> um, you know getting content out there but if you've got content if you've got stuff tag us in it tag us on the instagram um send us stuff if you want to send us stuff uh share share our ig he says so uh yeah because as we try and push it we we also need your help as well like the community's help as well because it it's fine saying, oh, we're going to hit the Instagram, and then go, well, what are we actually going to put on it? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, he's doing, he's doing a top job. And we've also got a little team building up um, with Dan of, of content creators, so people that we're getting involved, um, you know, that they're going to – anybody can contribute, right? But we're going to try and build up uh, like a handful of pilots and, and other people as well. Um, that are going to spot that content and create that content and push that content because it's all well and good doing excellent races and you know excellent pilots and excellent organization but if the only people that are seeing it are the people already doing it <laughs> it's not it's yeah. not going to grow so yeah we have to be we have to grow that we have to do something um i think we've made a good start well i've, I've definitely noticed so something's happening that's good. <laughs> yeah, I mean, it's, it's always been something you've uh, pushed on all your your streams is that the the focus needs to be on the the people and the stories and the personalities. Um, you know, to uh, your, to coin your to use your phrase that you've coined to to make it uh, you know wife friendly. Like yeah. it's that, that's um, yeah. to to engage a public to have some kind of human interest side of things is is quite important um uh, it sounds like sort of that's gonna help uh, get some more pilots involved in the racing but also like you've been saying for a long time to 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 get more spectators and sort of, you know get people watching and following the racing as well yeah it's it's a really exciting sport it's a really like the feeling of racing is amazing you just you feel like a 
robotic eagle. Like it's, you know, hitting the gates and making the turns, it's great. But to try and translate that to people watching, we've always done a fantastic job of putting the FPV feeds up and the, the timing comes along with it. And if you're into your drone racing, you can watch it and you can understand. But yeah, to, to pass the wife test, to, to, to make it, um, so the wife test is you can sit and watch it on your laptop on your own. That's fine. Can you put it on the telly in the living room? Big screen sports rely a lot on replays. Like if you're watching football, it's not just the game yeah. because a large amount of the time people are standing around and nothing's really happening. Yeah. Um, but it's the, the punditry and it's having a constant stream of zoomed in replays, right? Yeah. yeah. So without, uh, without putting my FPV racing solutions hat on, <laughs> trying to keep my BBRA one on, um, you know, we're, we're trying to push that kind of pilot photos and avatars. So you get used to them, interview the pilots, um, which uh, they did a great job of at the championships last year. And we'll carry that on. And if you watch bird, we we've put more static cameras out on the track. So in, it's not all just four blurry feeds all the time. You get some track cameras and see the drones going past. So you get a good sense of the speed um, and, and getting the chat going, getting those guys involved. Um, yeah, all, all, all those bits, all that interplay of uh, instead of just seeing a drone doing fabulous things on an FPV feed, I know who that is. I can picture the mm. pilot behind um, and people can start following and cheering on. Um, and, and also tell those stories. When someone has a massive crash, bring the remains up and show it to the camera and, and chat with the, you know, because it's exciting. And I, I want to get that excitement and fun that we're having at the race onto the screen. Because if, if it's on the screen and people watch it and think, that looks jolly good fun, uh, let's go and have a crack at that. So I'm, I'm guessing that you're going to then hopefully sort of use the, the BDRA platform to then keep that momentum going between the events. And so spectators might only go to their local event, but maybe they can follow through all the BDRA feeds that, ah, this, this person has been getting up the ranks and like they, like they really need this next event to be able to, to get onto a podium finish. And so you can kind of build the tension and build the stories and carry on that through because, you know, it's all well and good sort of sitting down one Saturday and, and watching it and, and seeing some of the drama unfold, but to, to see it over the entire season would really sort of yeah. build that yeah. out, I think. I'd, I'd love to have. Um, so everybody, everybody streams the races on their YouTube, and I think that's great. Like SGDC have got their YouTube channel. Uh, FPV, FPV Racing Solutions have. Delta Hawks have. Mm. All have. And that's great, and I wouldn't change that. But I think what what would be brilliant if we could do would be to get some of that. And again, it's about if we're going to try and push the socials, we need the community's help to, to help us to do it. But imagine if we could have like, um, you know, a post race news thing where we put some stuff on the BDRA YouTube channel and say, you know, this happened and here, here's a clip of video of, you know, soul winning or soul crashing and, and uh, Nighthawk managed to get past him and tell the story of it a little bit. That would yeah, be great. The match of the day of how this pilot came to be on the um, the team GBR. Yeah. Yeah. So if anybody would like to volunteer to help us put that together, <laughs> <laughs> um, that would be great. <laughs> yeah. Lots of good, lots of big ideas, but um, you know, the main thing is, is keep the racing good, keep people coming racing and, and grow from there. It's, it's going to be fun. 
uh, I, I guess sort of the other side of that, you know, if you if you can sort of encourage some general public to start spectating and maybe flying and maybe get involved and maybe racing and you know, be, you know, becoming newer pilots as well. Um, what what are your plans to sort of work with uh, event organisers and you know, or what, do you, you know, do you think that is what do you think the challenge is with event organisers? Do you think uh, the the struggle? Uh, do we have enough event organisers in the UK? Would more event organisers help? Do you think, no, or is, we it, could, is it? We what, could do with more. We could do with more, and we could do with um, helping them to grow that kind of grassroots um, racing. I'd I'd like there to be um, so many pilots that there's a local race every weekend that's full. Um, hmm. Whereas at the minute, I think it's it's about a, a pool of probably 150 or so pilots um, with 30 of them at any one time traveling up and down the UK to the to the British qualifying events, um, which is great. But we want to see more local events and, and more um, grassroots. And I think it's out there. I think everybody's doing it. Um, but we need to bring them all together. So the, using the Discord to get all the, the separate club representatives, like race organizers, get them together. Um, simple things like I, I found last year when I did the five race series, um, another one of my stupid catchphrases was, I'm, I'm playing calendar battleships because <laughs> trying to stick There's a, a pin in the calendar where I can do an event, <laughs> and, and so is everybody else. So... Sounds silly, sounds simple, but get everybody together in one Discord channel um, and go, right, guys, talk to each other. Find out yeah. when, who's doing events where. Um, and also, like, get a bit of crossover maybe, you know, get get guys from race directors going and helping other race directors. Yeah. You know? Get the wheel um, pilots flying X-Class. <laughs> <laughs> That's what happens. Yeah. No, but seriously, in terms of getting some of the participants uh, from the sidelines on, I wonder if, there's kind of a path actually to uh, maybe get people into a whoop tent. If there was a five inch event and picking up a five inch and trying to go hell for leather for a bunch of gates that can cause, you know, real kinetic damage is a little bit kind of yeah. a bit much, but um, people might be happy to poddle off to a, a little a barn the other side of the field and, and have a go with a whoop and think, Oh, this is, this is like, you know, the, the formula progression right up with the, uh, the little go-karts and then working yeah. up to the big guys. It's, it's changing a perception a little bit. And, and if we can use that to do that, that would be great. Um, I know when I, when I first started racing, it was an, an act of bravery because I, I spent the first event thinking I have no business being here. I have no right to be. <laughs> and, and this you know? is my baby. I spent ages building this. So I only just learned how to put it together. And now you're asking me to smash it to pieces to go you've faster. Got, you've got the super quick guys going out and doing five laps in two minutes. And I, and I was struggling to get a lap in two minutes, you know, um, but that's fine. If all you can do is a lap in two minutes, then come along and do your lap in two minutes. A, you'll get better. B, you'll have a fantastic time. And C, we'll all cheer you on as you do your, your lap in, in two minutes. Some of, some of the loudest cheers you ever hear are for the, for the slowest final um, because it's really watchable and it's really exciting. <laughs> you know, just, just as much as the super quick boys. You know, if it, there's, a, there's a Henry Ford quote, if you think you can or you think you can't, you're probably right. Um, so, yeah, please think you can. Come, have a go. Um, if you only get through one gate, you'll, you'll still have a cracking day out. 
So, yeah, if, if we get some whoop guys together and, um, you know, get people experiencing that. At uh, the bird event we had, we had the BMFA with their simulators. Um, so we had a lot of youngsters down in the, in the depths of hell when people crashed, I was calling because you could fall four stories to your doom. Um, <laughs> and, and that was busy all day um, with, with people getting their thumbs on the sticks and crashing virtual stuff. So, yeah, the, 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 more, the more people that try it, the more people will stay, I hope. This episode was recorded in front of a live online audience, downloaded and edited to make sense when it's played audio only, censored to please the iTunes people, hosted on the internet, forwarded through to your podcast provider, downloaded, playing on your device, and is now playing in your ears, all thanks to our Patreons. Consider joining them and you'll also get other online benefits. Find out more at patreon.com forward slash let's drone out. For... People that maybe have a, a local group that they fly with and like haven't put on a race, but are maybe considering, you know, oh, it could be something fun. And you know, maybe they don't have any event organizers near them, and maybe they want to just kind of put on their own thing. I mean, it, it can be quite intimidating seeing the streams that you put on and SGDC put on. That like, oh my god, this isn't. You have to have like a thousand pounds worth of equipment and like a lot of stuff going on, and it just seems like. Uh, you know all this software that I've never used before and doesn't really have any documentation for it, and it's quite a high bar to to, to is, yeah. you know to reach the stuff that you actually see uh, generally. Yeah. So, I do mean, you have any advice for kind of someone who like has never put on a race before to yeah. have their first baby steps towards putting on a race? Call us. <laughs> <laughs> cool. yeah i mean i i go all in you know I, i've developed um I, i've got a lot of skills developed over years of messing about um and you know other people like uh jamie um the sgdc boys um you know all, all of the guys out there that are running races now you know they put a lot of effort in and and the streams are all yeah they you look at it and like how the, do i do any of that and as the BDRA, we've got the equipment. We've got the um, event VRXs, which Carl Zhu uh, was very kind to, to do us a fantastic deal on. So we own a, a setup for you to receive the, the images. Um, we also own a lap timer, a lap RF8. Um, we're praying for the new ones. Come on, Tony, get them sorted. Um, and, uh, yeah, we can lend that kit out. So if you want to, if you're with your mates and you're already putting some sticks in the ground and flying around them, and you know the simplest form of racing is when the pilot crosses the start line, they shout their lap number. You know, <laughs> if you're going to go like three or four of you, you want to practice a bit of racing, get some stuff to fly around, even if it's only trees, even if it's like pop-up football goals with the nets cut out, um, and when you cross the line, you shout one. Next time you shout two. First person to shout three wins. It doesn't, it doesn't have to have all the technology, but we've got the technology and we've got the know-how. Um, and one thing we want to do uh, over the, the next few months is put some of that down on, on paper and on video and say, right, well, this is lifetime. This is the lifetime timing software. This is how you set it up. This is how you use it. Um, got any problems? Give us a shout. If you need to borrow a lap timer, give us a shout. Um, and, and just... Try and a, a, a lot of race directors have figured it out for themselves. 
and that's brilliant. So we'll get those, those race directors together and they'll share ideas. Um, but also we want to get people to come to our door and say, hey, I'd like to have a crack at this. Like shouting your lap numbers getting a bit dull now. How, how do we do it? And we'll tell you. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. But yeah, because uh, so live time, kind of the, the common timing software that people use with the lap RF and various other bits of kit as well. Um, I mean, that seems like just black magic. The number of people that I know who have bought the kit and then tried to work out how to connect it to live time and ended up just selling on the kit because it's, it's quite difficult and not very well documented. I, I think, you know, if you're putting together some basic tutorials on how to get started with running that, I think you'd yeah. be saving a lot of people a lot of pain. Yeah, yeah, definitely. Um, Richard in the chats is saying you can build your own lap timer. You can't rotor hazard lap timer. You can go and build on that project has come on leaps and bounds. Um, if you want to run a British qualifier, it's really live time um, because that runs our rule set properly. Um, there are also um, some changes to our rule set that we want to sort out that Lifetime can't quite do at the moment. Um, so they've been brilliant. I've actually been having emails backwards and forwards with the owner of Lifetime um, talking about changes that they're looking at trying to make for us in Lifetime to support the BDRA and, and the UK community. So that that's amazing. And I, I know the Rotor Hazard guys as well. I was part of the dev team for that for a while. Um, so, yeah, there are, there are lots of options. There are lots of ways of doing it. And share the knowledge. Uh, you know, I don't believe in sitting on knowledge. I've, I've learned a lot over the last three years um, with Killer Quads and FPV Racing Solutions and um, streaming stuff. Um, we're gonna we're gonna try and go pretty large for Western Park this year. Okay. Um, so we we've we had the, the marquee and the big screen last year, and we have plans to have the marquee and the big screen again. Um, uh, but we're looking to make a step forward in our production um, for the for the public that are watching, for the guys that are, are at home. Um, so it will still be our uh, it's pretty much a flagship British qualifying event, that one. Um, we've got some external sponsors uh, interested in working with us. Can't say too much. The ink is not dry. <laughs> <laughs> um, um, but we're, we're working away in the background to, to try and make that something um, really spectacular. So, yeah. That's, that's good. So, so maybe that's kind of the next thing. Is if someone wants to come along and see some racing and follow along some racing uh, what's what advice do you have for them uh so um join the instagram <laughs> so yeah follow us on the insta follow us on the socials uh but also um i think uh we're gonna try and, and promote those local streams so we'll so you'll know where the, the youtube streams are as i say i i think it's absolutely best that each club has their own youtube i think I, I would never try to make them all broadcast to one youtube channel i think that would be death um but we need to make sure we're promoting those um and, and spreading the word on them so so people are watching it and getting involved ifpv of course um as the season spins up and we get more and more events coming onto the calendar there are some queuing right now to come into the calendar um which the 
the committee were uh, signing off and and putting on. Um, so yeah, promoting IFPV and, and that central calendar, put it, you know, getting it on our website, getting the word out there. And yeah, again, I'm going to keep saying it. If anybody wants to help us with that social media <laughs> side, um, we're building that team because uh, it, it's important. Uh, it, it would be a shame to just do everything we do, you know, kind of under, under the covers um, and everybody that's already involved has a great time. Well, yes, I want everybody involved to have a great time, but let, let's get other people excited. I mean, how, how many drones are actually out there? How many FPV pilots are there in the UK um, that don't know that racing is even a thing? You know, if I, I want to re- I want to reach out to them. I want to put it in front of them and 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 for them to go. Oh, that's nice. Even, even if it's just Ooh. at a local level. Yeah, and if if they if they do come along to a local event near them, uh, like I mean, you know, ten years ago, you'd tell everyone just bring along your your goggles and you'll be able to tune in and and follow along. But what's What's the split nowadays? Like, I mean, if someone's got DJI goggles because they're a freestyle pilot, they're not really going to be able to follow along with anything. No. Um, what, what, what would people be able to follow along with? Like, is there, is there a lot of analog, a lot of digital? What's, what's the split there? I think the split is probably about 75 to 25 with HD0 in the lead. Um, HD0 has been fantastic for, for racing uh, because of the, the lack of latency. So DJI is lovely, but um, you, you can't get a solid static latency from it, which for racing, as soon as you start getting quick, is impossible to fly with um, because if your latency changes, I mean, some of these top guys, when you watch their, watch their FPV feed, they don't even see the gate. Hmm. You know, they're they're learning the line, and you you can't you can't race um, effectively with DJI. You also can't really live stream it. You kind of can, but it, it's very messy. Um, and the HD zero just kicks it out of the park, to be honest, because you you get the HD goodness with latency that's absolutely mind blowing. Um, in fact, it's kept me in the hobby. I was going to quit. Um, but the HD zero has given me just the, the little edge that I needed um, to, to keep me flying because I, I, I don't feel like I'm hanging onto the tail coat of the drone anymore. I feel like I'm flying the drone now. Um, so it, yeah, it's mostly HD zero, but good old analog um, at, at, at 25 um, thingamabobs uh, on, a, on, a, on a local track, your picture is absolutely flyable, absolutely raceable. Um, and yeah, the, the difficulty for a spectator is if you turn up with your HD zero goggles, you'll be able to watch 75% of them. And if you turn up with your analog 25, but if it, if it is a BQE, there'll be a screen somewhere with, with all of the pilot feeds on it. So you, you can stand and watch that if you want to, you can, um, stand to the sidelines and, and watch the quads flying. Um, and if you're unlucky and you come to a race I'm doing, you'll hear me prattling on as well. So. <laughs> and uh, I mean, the, just for completeness, Walksnail is taking off a lot in terms of like the fixed wing and freestyle and just sort of outside of the racing scene. Yeah. Uh, I mean, 
I've I've I haven't really heard much in terms of like but I mean they've got supposedly a race mode and what's yeah. that is that yeah. enough? Yeah, supposedly tweak the channel frequencies to be more in line and I think um tried to to tighten things up and, and basically limit the output power so it was a constant output power. Yeah. The hardware looks good enough. I mean, it's in line with what HD0 does for some of the Whoop boards, which are, if you're yeah. doing kind of a Whoop all-in-one style racer, they're quite easy to work with. Um, in terms of the 20 by 20 boards, they're, they may be a wee bit heavier than the HD0 stuff, but I've had good luck using the Whoop boards off of a 5-volt back on the flight controller. Um, uh, uh, and I actually did my, Sorry, I, I did my little uh, A-cert that you FPV racing cert with walk snail actually, yep. so it was usable in the, in the fast <laughs> mode. Yeah. If anybody wants to do that A cert, come to an event that uh, myself or like, a couple of the other committee guys have done their their examiner. Um, so I, I can examine you an A cert if you if you would like to be uh, A certified. Um, in terms of walk snail, our our rule set doesn't explicitly exclude DJI or walk snail. But the way the rules are written means that DJI and Walks now wouldn't be compatible. Um, so you couldn't use it as it stands. Um, Which bits of the rules are the ones that are problematic? Don't, don't ask me questions. Quote scripture. Like, You're the director now. It's come to the job. Sort it out. Absolutely no. Paragraph 9, subsection 14, explicitly states. Yes. No, I have Space no Corps Directive 14B. <laughs> um, yeah, they. They, they don't work with the timing equipment and streaming equipment, and they're, they're not guaranteed to play nicely mm. with other pilots. Right. Um, for example, a DJI pilot has to stand in the naughty oh, corner. Oh, the DJI stuff's horrendous because it's yeah, transmitting so, from the goggles, yeah. Um, is there a possibility that walk snail at some point in the future, once we've got our hands on it and technically tested it and figured it out and, and got our brains around it, could feature in racing? Never say never. Is well, it like I was saying, there is that race mode. So there's yeah. a mode which is crappy for freestyle, but it's supposed to give yeah. racers what they need, i.e. not blasting from the goggles. But does yeah. it give race organisers what they need? That's the yeah. question. That's another thing, yeah. yeah. It's another thing. There's your problem. Um, there's, there's so, I mean, they have a VRX, so you can get an HDMI feed out of it, which puts it ahead of it of the DJI stuff where you have to pay an arm and a leg, and it assumes you're a cinema producer if you want HDMI out of it. <laughs> so so at, at the moment, it's a no. Um, I, and I think really, um, if you are, if you're completely walks now on your quads, then they're probably not race quads. Um, that said, if you want to bring a freestyle quad with analog on it to a race, please do, because that's absolutely fine. You do not have to have built one of those um, to come to a race. You can you can fly. None of my freestyle drones are anywhere near me. Um, you can fly whatever you want, five inch. Um, you know, if it's an, uh, I I think I did my first race with an Armiton. Um, what was the the one with the with the separate arms, not the Badger, the one before that. Anyway, yeah, one of those. I, I flew my first season with a with a freestyle quad, um, but yeah, it, if it's all um, walk snail on your kit and you want to come racing, then strip it off of one of your quads and stick an analog VTX on it. Um, 
Although it may be worth checking your local event organizer because quite often, you know, there'll be like friendly meet, maybe not a BQE, oh, but gotcha. there'll be a friendly meet. They'll have some, uh, you know. Oh, yeah. Yeah, 100%. I'm, I'm, I've got my BQE head on. So, yeah, yeah. If, if, you want to, if you want to rock up to your mates that are shouting out their laps every time, 100%, go and fly with them. Definitely. Take you you can learn whether or not it's for you. Because I know I went to an event, I completed a lap over the course of a weekend and decided <laughs> it wasn't for me. Um, but, you know, I've, I enjoy watching it. I enjoy watching it live. I enjoy watching it streams. I enjoy following uh, the the whole scene. I think it's you know exciting, and I think it uh, does push along FPV generally. Um, yeah. That's really uh, good. But yeah, I think you know if you've if you've got a big wall of walk snail stuff, uh, I wouldn't suggest your first step should be to buy something new necessarily, unless you're Stephen, in which case any excuse. But. Um, <laughs> You know, have a have a look around. Find your local yeah. group. They'll quite often have a you know even. Uh, I mean, I don't know whether this is technically allowed, but I've definitely seen BQEs in previous years where they've got a friendly round at the end of it, where it's like, this is the the DGI one. DGI one. It's not like competitive, but you can go and fly around the track. You won't you won't score points towards the championships, but you can put some laps in. So. Yeah. Yeah. It's worth checking out. That sort of thing is good. If if the race organizer can fit some of that in, then absolutely brilliant. Um, there, there are lots of guys that are moving from analog to uh, HD0, so keep your eye on you know the, the marketplaces on Facebook and stuff like that. Um, you know There are cheap ways to pick up analog gear nowadays. A, a camera, a VTX, you know, a set of box goggles, screw it. You know, throw it up there and, and, and race. Um, uh, the rooster. Thank you, Ruben. Rooster. <laughs> um, but yeah, what walk style is lovely. Um, just doesn't fit into the ecosystem at the minute. Um, and for a volunteer organization to, yeah, to sure. try and. You've got to do that 80, 20 split and be like, well, most of the pilots have this, therefore yeah. we'll deal with them first. Yeah. 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 Absolutely. So, is, before we go through the sort of uh, where people can find out more about the BDRA, is there anything else we've missed that you want to talk about this evening? I don't think so. I think we get pictures of your trailer, but it sounds like he got distracted. I got dragged into the tool conveyance. I had no intention of becoming chairman. I'm enjoying it immensely, but um, it wasn't on the list. Um, no, we've talked. We've talked about um, the upcoming changes. It's going to be an amazing season. You've got them all in chat talking about the trailer. Now. Um, <laughs> what we want to know is if you've got like a fancy uniform and a new hat now that you're chairman. Like, no, they haven't. They haven't come with any regalia. Yeah, I'm, uh, with, the, with the epaulets and the, the yeah. or like a mayoral <laughs> chain, perhaps. You know. <laughs> Or something, something. No, hasn't been sent. I don't know if Will's hanging on to it. Maybe, maybe, maybe Will is. Yeah, <laughs> He's got like a silver tip cane as well with chairman on it inscribed. Yeah. Uh, we've, we've covered a lot. Um, yeah. And yeah, it's, it's all about getting those people out there. It's about the BDRA doing our bit as well and doing those, you know, videos and, and tutorials and how to get going and helping people and, 
and having the door open to, to anybody that wants to race or race direct uh, or come along and, and watch or sponsor us or, or maybe even sponsor us uh, <laughs> or, or, you know, like maybe to sponsor an event, you can sponsor a, a number of events, any of these things. <laughs> yeah, yeah we've, we've got great plans. I've got a fantastic committee, um, really great bunch of guys. They, they put a lot of their spare time into it behind the scenes. Um, really grateful for for all of those uh, people behind the scenes and and for the for the wives that put up with it. Um, and uh, yeah, we'll, we'll, uh, the season is underway already. the The planning for Western is underway. Blades over Buckminster. The the UK Championships are, are in the calendar already. Go and have a look on IFPV. The the calendar is starting to build already. Um, is uh, the championships? Is that going to be? at uh buckminster as well or have you got a different venue that's at buckminster as well there we go we'll be back at buckminster in september crowning our uk champ and our, and our women's champion and our junior champion and our veteran champion and uh our did it standing on one leg champion and, Blonde and also, champion brunette champion redhead yeah. special <laughs> subcategory there's obviously going to be a four, there'll be a four-way fight here for the bearded champion yeah. <laughs> as many chairs at the FAI as you can possibly get to get everyone in on the free bar action. Yeah. Yeah, yep, absolutely. <laughs> and so the, the all these competitors at the BQEs and the championships, they'll be battling it out to be on Team GBR for the... Will this be for, I guess, the 2026 uh, international event, FAI World Championship? Is that is that? We may get lucky. Maybe maybe MCK will have retired by then. I can't say. Be with a chance. I, I can't say anything about that. I'm afraid. <laughs> I, I am currently oh, to an NDA. I can't say anything. But watch this space. Ooh. Exciting. <laughs> uh, well, for for anyone who wants to watch that space, where should they watch it? Uh, I guess the the, the website is bdra.uk. That's you, a good it, starting are point. Are you tweeting juicy juicy gossip or xing or whatever it is? I don't, no, we're not Xing. We're Instagramming a lot. That's, that's our, first, a lot, right. our first focus. We are the underscore BDRA on Instagram. Uh, you can find us on the Facebooks on uh, British Drone Racing Association. Um, BDRA.uk is our website, which we have um, we've updated that over the the winter. That's had a bit of a facelift, not a massive one, uh, but a few zhuzhes, um, The the competition calendar. Uh, the general layout, it, it kind of works on mobiles now, which is nice. <laughs> so we're working on the way on that in the background. So, yeah, come, come and find us on on the socials, uh, the BDRA YouTube channel. Um, I'm going to try and do a what I'm going to call a chairman's chat probably every quarter <clears throat> um, and just, just do like a quick YouTube of like a catch-up and what's going on. And that will be kind of like the first step to – you know, those post-race things. Um, yeah. So subscribe to that on the YouTubes. Uh, and um, we will promote all of the other, all of the other clubs and their YouTubes and, you, you know, sign, like, and subscribe to all of them and support all of the local clubs because they, they do such a good job. And don't forget that fantastic organization, FBV Racing Solutions. <laughs> I think it's the UK's also... premier drone racing Midlands-based organization. <laughs> I've heard that, yeah. I've heard, I did yeah. hear someone say 
<laughs> I can see on the BDRA.uk website as well, uh, you've got the link to the Discord there, the invite link there. Yes, yes. So anyone who wants to get involved in the chat should go there. And yep. I, I guess uh, any event organisers uh, who want to get in touch, is, is that best through the Discord or is there like an email address or something people should use? You can jump in the Discord. You can get hold of me, uh, chairman at bdra.uk. Um, or cerberus.velvet at bdra.uk, whichever one's easier to spell. What about the merch? <laughs> what about I'm the merch? At, I'm not looking at Jack at all. Um, BDRA merch. I, do you know what? I would love to have some BDRA T-shirts at Western or something. And, yeah, try and sell you I some believe there's mugs, right? I've seen something about BDRA mugs. Even we've Park. got T-shirts, and we yeah, are we are Hellyfest not organised. Not organised. are selling the mugs, not us. I'm not, we're not. We're <laughs> just need a spreadsheet per account, and but they, off they you make go. better fee than us. <laughs> yeah, um, yeah, yeah. I, I'd love some merch if we can get that organised. I think that would be cool. <laughs> well. Thank you very much for, for coming on and talking to us about the exciting things in store for BDRA and drone racing in the UK. Thank you for uh, having me. And I promise I won't do like three weeks in a row. <laughs> we, yeah. <laughs> we'll, 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 and we'll be we'll seeing Cerberus again out. next week for his new episode, <laughs> How to Build a Drone Racing Trailer. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, thank you very much. Jack, do you want to sign us off? Yep, you've been listening to Let's Throw Out. Uh, thank you to all our wonderful patrons who keep this show on the road and <laughs> stop Frank from hurting us. Uh, we do badly, really anyway. appreciate you. Yeah, we do really appreciate you. Um, you've been joined by our Lord of Master, Andrew slash Frank. Bye. Uh, the man with the moustache, Stephen. Why? Uh, our darling, Serby. <laughs> <laughs> and I've been Bright to Life Lie, and you've been listening to the show now. Thank you. Good night. Thanks to our awesome Patreons. Bye bye. Telemetry lost.